Hey guys, what's up? It's John Cunningham here, and this is my not-so-expert opinion. Today, what I want to talk about is a question that I've been, you know, really praying about and fasting about, um, just, you know, searching for answers. And I feel like that God has really spoken to me in this area. And the question is, is it possible to give too much to the church? Um, first of all, I would like to define the church. Uh, the, I am not talking about the body of Christ whenever I mention church. Sometimes whenever we talk about the church, sometimes we're talking about the four walls of the church. Sometimes we're talking about the body of Christ. And what I'm specifically talking about is the four walls of your church. And the question is, can you give too much? And I would say yes. And here's how. If as far as your tithe and your offering if you're giving so much to the church, like 100% of that to the four walls, then that means that you're not able to actually impact the people that are around you. Or if it's not allowing you to affect directly the people who you influence on a regular basis that the church can't reach, the answer is yes. You are giving too much. Now, are you giving too much to God? Can, can you outgive God? The answer to that question is no. You can never do that. However, this notion that, you know, the only time that you're giving to God is whenever you're giving to the church is false. In my mind, in my brain, whenever I'm speaking and, um, <clears throat> you know, to the Lord and praying and seeking, I feel like, yes, he is telling me that, yes, it can be too much. Like, the only way that you are not giving to God is whenever you're not doing things in order to, you know, further his kingdom. But how you go about that, whether it be giving it to the church specifically or whether it be giving to people around you, you're still giving to God. Now, again, I'm not saying stop giving to the church because that's stupid. That is completely, utterly dumb. Like, that is just ridiculous Um, because it's like, should, should we go... um? And and now all of a sudden say, oh, well, now it's not important for me to give to the church. No. And, and the reason for that is because there are certain things that as a group we can accomplish that individually we can't. And so that's very important. And that's not what I'm saying. And so some people take it that far. It's like, oh, well, you're saying don't give to the church. No, you're dumb. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that you have to find a balance, that there is a balance between someone else's ministry and your own ministry. And the church, let's be real, is someone else's ministry. The four walls is someone else's ministry. You might be a part of that ministry, but it's still not your ministry. Your ministry is your life. Your ministry is who you're able to affect on a daily basis. Who you influence is your ministry. And your ministry is literally who you are. I mean, that's it. How you live your life is your ministry. So if you're not able to affect people that the church can't because you are giving 100% of the amount of money that you know that you can and you're just squeezed completely dry, then I would say that you're doing it wrong. And again, this notion that the only time that, that you're given to the Lord or given to God is whenever you're given to church. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. Whenever Abraham was called to make a sacrifice, which, you know, our offering is considered to be sacrifice, right? Whenever Abraham was called to give a sacrifice to the Lord, he wouldn't found the nearest temple, right? He didn't? That's not what he did? Well, then he must not have been going to sacrifice, you know, Isaac for you know, God, 
He, he wasn't doing that or giving that to God. Because if you had to find the four walls in order to, you know, be giving to God, he would have ran and found a temple. So that's not the case. And so what we really need to be focusing on is, yes, we need to be giving to the church because the church does a lot of good. However, do not neglect your own personal responsibility to your own ministry. And so it's like, I believe that you should give money to the church. Now, I don't believe that it's necessarily commanded in the New Testament in order to uh, tithe. However, I think that if you have a working, walking, practicing relationship with Christ, you're going to give. I mean, you're, you're just going to. I mean, because cause you, you can't just sit that out and say, you know what, I don't want to further the kingdom of God, and I don't want people to experience what I've experienced and have a true relationship with Christ. I don't believe that to be the case. So I believe that if you are a Christian, you will give. Why? Because that's what the Bible, you know, like tells us to do as far as giving of ourselves. And why in the world would you not want people to experience the same awesome transformation that you have? So to me, that's like kind of one of those things that it's a given. If you are walking with Christ properly, you're going to give. So I'm not saying stop giving to the church. I'm just saying don't, don't believe or don't buy into the fact that the only time that you are giving to the church, giving to God rather, is whenever you're giving to the church. That's not true. That's definitely not true. So that's finances. Um, time. Now, this is going to be another big one because I believe that you can give too much time to the four walls of the church. Now, again, I'm not saying don't volunteer. I'm not saying don't put in work. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying don't give too much time. See, the, the, the thing is that everybody should give their time to the church. And I firmly believe that. I, I, I believe that if you are tithing only financially, you are, you know, it's basically like a three-legged table. You are not doing it properly. That you should be giving your time. Now, here's the thing, though. What I don't believe is that you should be given so much time to the four walls that, one, it, again, prevents you from having your own ministry. And I'm not talking about a church. I'm not talking about an organization. I'm talking about you being a parent. I'm talking about you being a spouse. I'm talking about you being a person who searches and seeks out for people that, again, that the church can't necessarily touch, but you can. That's your ministry. So don't spend so much time and money in the four walls that you are completely useless anywhere else. As Christians, that's not what we're called to be. I mean, honestly, there are places in, in uh, or people, I, I should say, that cannot be reached by the church because our church, well, I'm not talking about my specific church, but like the church typically doesn't go after them. Do you see many middle class, um, you know, things going on in the church? Are are there very many programs for to reaching out to the middle class? Are 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 there very many uh, programs for the churches reaching out to the upper class? I mean, if you look at them, most of the time, no. There's not. So guess what? That's whenever if you are upper class, if you are middle class, that is your position to hold. I mean, because the church doesn't do very much there. Everyone needs Jesus. 
So guess what? Part of your ministry is reaching the people who the church isn't reaching. So if you spend all of your time and all of your money just giving it to the four walls and then you can't impact the people around you, then I would say, again, you're doing it wrong. Not only that, say you are walking down the street and you see a person who needs shoes or somebody who obviously hasn't had a hot meal or somebody, you know, whatever it may be. In that moment, whenever you see that, you should at least reserve the amount of resource, whatever it is, to A, take five minutes to talk to them. B, get them some food. And just because the church isn't doing it, if you do it, doesn't mean that, you know, God's sitting up there going, man, look at this guy. I mean, that's cool and all, but he should have gave that money to the church. I'm not going to bless him for that. I don't even see that. I mean, it isn't being done through the church. So, I mean, you know, that's cool, bro, but sorry. That is not how God works. That's not it. We have this view of the church as if like, oh, well, this is the only place that ministry can happen. This is the only place that miracles can happen. And it's just not true. It's not. So whenever you are out there looking, you know, for things to do, don't just be looking at the programs that the church has put on, which are all good. Keep in mind that you have a ministry and that your life is that. And if you're a parent, be a good parent. Don't allow that the time that, that, that it takes if you're volunteering or, or, or doing whatever to sacrifice what God has called you to be as far as a good parent, to raise your children properly. The same way with, you know, being a spouse, be a good husband, be a great wife, or be a great husband and be a great wife. Either way, you know, do that. And if you are allowing the church, the, the time spent at the church to keep you from being a good parent or to keep you from being an engaged spouse, then you're doing it wrong. That's all there is to it. You're doing it wrong. Now, maybe you're not being told that. Maybe that's not the case or that's not what you've heard or that's not what you've been taught, but that doesn't change it. You have to be a good steward of your time. You have to be a good steward of your finances. And again, I agree, you should be giving to the church in both your time and your money, but not to the point where it is robbing others, like other parts of your life. That's not what we're called to be. Again, Abraham didn't go run and find a church. He said, this is where God is calling me to go, so that's where I'll go. Sometimes the ministry that, that, that you're going to be performing that day is going to be the person at Ruler Food, if you have one of those, or Walmart, wherever, just walking down the street in a restaurant. That is you. That is your ministry. Protect your ministry. Begin to view yourself, begin to view your life as a ministry. Because it is. 
And that's the thing that I, I think that people just kind of forget. Like, like, like we're, we're all walking around like, let's all just go to the church and let's all just congregate in the church. And then that's where, you know, ministry happens. No. Because think about however big your church is, doesn't matter. Then think about how many people that your church reaches. And it may be a lot, and that's awesome. But then view how many people your church doesn't reach. How many people it can't touch. And then think, how many people are in your sphere of influence, because we all have those, that the church, whatever part, whichever one it is, can't reach. But you can. Start viewing it that way. Start seeing what it is that you can do. What can I do? Heavenly Father, lead me, guide me. Holy Spirit, guide my footsteps. Now, here's the thing, though. I, again, believe that you shouldn't be giving all of your resources to the four walls of the church, right? With the specific intention that you're going to be able to speak into people's lives that the church isn't going to directly be able to affect. However, don't say, oh, yeah, well, I heard that I shouldn't give everything to the church. I heard I shouldn't give my time to the church. And then just do nothing with it. Say you're going to do it. Say you're going to find people to impact and then wind up spending it on something else or just keeping it or that sort of thing. Yeah, if those are the options, you should be giving it to the church. And that's just being real. But I don't believe that the only time that we are, you know, actually working for the Lord or the only time that we're giving to the Lord is whenever that we are just giving to the church. Just think about it. What does the church do with that money? The church gives it to people. I mean, have you ever donated to a, you know, food kitchen or food pantry or something like that? And it's like soup kitchen, I should have said. Um, Then all of a sudden... That the church does what? That gives that to that people. So if that's the case, there's no difference in volunteering for a soup kitchen as there is as far as getting the blessing from the Lord as there is taking the time to witness to somebody that you don't know and buying them a hot meal because obviously they need it. There's no difference. That is where the viewpoint really needs to change. And again, I understand that being a part of a ministry is awesome. Being a part of a big church is great. Being a part with all these things that we're doing, that is awesome. But that does not, that does not excuse or exclude your responsibility to the people around you that you're influencing, whether or not you've heard it again or not. Doesn't matter. So anyway, once again, I just really want to get these conversations started. I'm, I'm not going to get up here and claim to be some great, you know, theologian or that sort of thing. However, I do believe that the revelations that God places in my heart are special. Not because of me, but because God put them there. So that's pretty much where I'm at. So, when, so whenever I get these personal revelations from God, I put it in a podcast. It's like, these are the sort of things, these are the type of things that make me think, man, how can I be more of an impact? Spend more time at church? No. 
Go out into your community. Spend your daily life not looking at the ground. Be looking up. Be looking around. Find people to influence. Find people to impact. Like, oh, well, I'm going to be late for church, so I better just run into the store and put my head down the whole time and hurry up and get there. It's not what we're called to be. That's not what we're called to do. But what do I know? Anyway, this is Jonathan Cunningham, and this has been my not-so-expert opinion. You guys can check me out at Twitter, at my not so EO, um, my not so EO, and then also my not so EO.com is officially up. It's still in the process of being worked on, but it's done. You guys can uh, send me an email, uh, hit me up there, just check it out, C- continue, and feel free just to be listening to uh, old podcasts, that sort of thing. Subscribe on iTunes, uh, you know, and if you really want to be a, a, a blessing in my life, feel free to share this, like this. Um, and just so that it, it can kind of get out to, to, to the masses a little bit more. I haven't done any advertising or anything like that. I want to get a more of a base of actual podcasts and content and that sort of thing before I do that. But yeah, just go ahead. Uh, if you feel led, do that for me. I'd, I'd much, much, uh, or I'd have much appreciation for you guys, you know, for doing that. But until next time, this is John Cunningham, and this has been my not so expert opinion. Peace out. Love you guys.